Ian Aver, and this is Straight People. Uh, welcome to our guest uh, in from Brooklyn, New York, uh, Kendall Farrell. Hello, Kendall. How are you? Hi, Ian. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, and you are here uh, for Red Clay Comedy Festival, or which was just this weekend past. Yes, which you were also in. I was. I was. How'd you How'd you enjoy Atlanta? I love it. It's, uh, I went to Emory for like two years before I dropped out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't been back since then. <laughs> And it's nice to be back and not have to go to school. Um, so you were in Emory. You, so how old are you? I'm 25. 25. And you live in New York, but you're originally from... Vermont. Vermont. Burlington, yes. Vermont. So you're from Burlington, Vermont. How do you ad- identify, since we're on a podcast called Straight People, we'll just get down right to the nitty gritty. Yeah, uh, I identify as just like regular old gay regular old gay so you're like original recipe gay original recipe gay yeah, which all the same flavors that you love yeah. from the 90s <laughs> just repackaged um, repackaged yeah uh, so um and you do stand how long you been doing stand up about four years about four years were you you've been out the whole time like so you've always talked about being gay on stage or mentioned it or yeah yeah i was open about it like from the beginning yeah so you never had a girlfriend from Canada? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I never had a girlfriend from Canada. In high school, I did sort of like, sort of try to be straight. It seemed like what everyone else was doing. And yeah. I think a lot of like, I dated women, like I tried to, but it just seemed like my friends were doing it. And I was like, well, if Jason has a girlfriend, like I can have a girlfriend. Like he's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just keeping up with the straights. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it really wasn't about me like wanting to date women. It was just about me wanting to be like better than my... Right. I understand that. Well, I remember for prom, the go-to accessory was a date. I do remember uh-huh. that. And it had to be a woman. Yeah. Um, well, that's interesting. So when I was like oblivious to any like female advances that, like, oh, any, so girls hitting on you, you're just, yeah, like, I lost so nice. a lot of weight in high school, like yeah. in a short amount of time. And I started getting attention from women Yeah. and, and boys too, probably, but they weren't as forward about it. Yeah. And I was just talking to my friend, Pamela Ross, who's also on the festival of, yeah. about this. But I was just like, so it's like, you see what you want to see or like you maybe don't see what yeah. you don't want to see. Yeah. I remember like as one per time in particular, I wanted like a pizza date with this girl named Kira. Yeah. It was like her idea to do this. And I was like irritated at her choice of pizza restaurant because there was like somewhere better across town. Right. So I was like in a bad mood from the start. And then she just kept like moving around the table, like closer to me. And I was like, you're moving farther away from your food. Like you not know how to feed yourself <laughs> i just thought she was like an idiot and then i was like explaining that i was like telling my friends i'm like yeah she was like dumb as hell she was <laughs> she like didn't know where to sit she kept like moving around the table and they were like had to like sit like explain to me slowly i was like i think she was trying to kiss you <laughs> i was like mm, i was eating yeah <laughs> i was busy but you didn't know just from the term date that you were on a pizza date 
Yeah. Yeah. Which I didn't even know was a type of date and I'm fat. So I, <laughs> I mean, I've been on a date and eaten pizza, but I didn't know it was a pizza date. That's, I suppose I just was trying to be <laughs> descriptive. Yeah. But, uh, but she yeah. asked you to Maybe, hang out like you're hanging out. She yeah. Probably, she probably went under the guise of, you know, it was a very small that's town how girls that my high ask, school was but that's in. how girls would, I mean, that was my experience of when girls would ask you out. It was always like a friend's thing. Uh-huh. And then they had designs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you and yes. me are just like oblivious. Yeah. Like, we, well, no, we I would notice it. I'm like, oh, she has that unnatural urge to be heterosexual. <laughs> what must I, let me activate my heterosexual facade. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Tammy. You know what I mean? Hi, like, Tammy. You look mm, nice today, I guess. I mean, yeah, I, I know. know. It's just like hard to flirt when you're like, really not into it <laughs> well yeah i would have i mean i guess if i were gay now like in, if i was a teenager now i'd be like probably the i want i want to have a boyfriend and be able to do pdas yeah. and you know and gag on this mother you know what <laughs> i mean <laughs> uh, i have never been good i've never been able to pda really pain pain won't pain my husband of 19 yeah. years who doesn't listen to this podcast <laughs> so i can say whatever i want about him oh, yeah. um pain if i try to hold his hand will be like and then like go and then go buy another gun like that's his <laughs> pain has guns so many well not so many he has uh, a few guns my brother's a gun that yeah well pain's, like re- pain's at least reasonable okay like they're you know put up and it's not like you know you know I've never seen him do like a Yosemite Sam shoot him himself off the ground with guns. <laughs> I didn't um, know that there were like gay people who liked guns. I didn't know that was oh, like a thing. Oh, in the South, sweetie. Yes. In the South? Uh, yes. Yes. Oh, man. I'm sure in Vermont there's some gay gun. There out. are a lot. Like there's just a lot of gun owners in general there because yeah. it's like a rural state. Like people hunt there. But in the, in the South, like inevitably a conversation will turn to, you know, when the straights come for us, you better be ready. You know what I mean? <laughs> Is like, that true? Oh, uh, my God. Well, I haven't spent if, enough time down pain's around for sure. Pain, ha- pain has two main nightmares and, I, and I, t- I used to talk about both of them on stage but one of them is so troubling I can't even mention um, <laughs> about that one one day a million years from now Dolly Parton might no longer be with us yeah so he has that bad dream and wakes up and, and it's like I had the dream again I'm like nah Dolly um, say that and then the other dream is that the straight people will rise up and come to kill us which is much more likely <laughs> than- <laughs> I don't think the straight people were ever like on the ground they were all they were always risen up around yeah yeah they're always been just like waiting for th- like maybe oh is it go time maybe afraid they're gonna put their boot back yeah. on our neck yeah but so I've heard that like you know well, I mean you know you should at least be able to defend yourself and i'm like i don't know i'm pretty snappy with my words i think i might at least last a little while before the bullet at least until the bullets start flying and then it's like i'll be an early adapter to bullets how about that? yeah i think everyone thinks that like they're gonna be some sort of like hero and they're gonna like win an oscar for playing themselves in a movie about their, like, heroic <laughs> saving the office tragedy well, or whatever statistically but... we just have no chance i mean if the, if the straights <laughs> yeah, turn you're on not us gonna, yeah, exactly. we're done you're we're done gonna, for you know i've made peace with it somebody wants yeah. to shoot me they're just gonna shoot me yeah that's what i think too but also maybe they have parkinson's and they won't be able to hit me you know what my, i would kind of like talk my way out of it or like that's out. what i would do at least i wouldn't be able i wouldn't be able to flirt but i'd at least be able to talk my way out of it yeah. and be like you know isn't there a straight person you'd rather treat <laughs> <laughs> exactly right there's so many somebody else who's wronged you a yeah. woman probably right your mother perhaps <laughs> <laughs> um so what do you think about the uh 
uh, you know, just there's a lot of those kind of articles that I read lately about, you know, it's like post comedy and oh, yeah. they pointed to uh, Hannah Gadsby's Nanette as kind of like post comedy. And because she's a lesbian, everyone's blaming the gays for killing comedy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and making it post comedy. No, I, I, I don't. I haven't really. Heard I saw much somebody of that. post uh, a video of Trump getting laughs at that. Yeah. That thing. Yeah. <laughs> With the caption, this is post comedy. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> Yeah, Trump and Nanette are both doing something um, really special at this time. <laughs> it's like a one. I th- I saw Nanette and I liked it, and I thought it was just like it's just a one woman show though. Like it's just like it's great. It's well, a yeah, one woman show, but, like, but she's also so uh, she is a comedian, and so for her to like so well, like but, no no like Christopher Titus does one woman shows. I mean, he's a yeah. man about it, but he doesn't one. he does the same style, yeah. of whatever. Yeah. Um, and, uh, nobody's like, but he's not a comedian. And I felt like that's what the mm-hmm. response was to her. It was like, you know, she was a like known comedian for years and years and years in Australia. And then yeah. did this type of show. Mm-hmm. That's not her standard standup. And actually the beginning, yeah. the beginning of that seemed like kind of, it was her old standup. It was like what probably made her famous. And then she mm-hmm. uses the second half of it to kind of reveal, Oh, well, here's what really happened. Yeah. Um, which, you know, Hey, don't ruin, you know, like, yeah. don't ruin this for the rest of us. You know, I, I thought it was interesting that she would be like, you know, self deprecating humor mm-hmm. is damaging to me as a gay person. Um, I don't think that's true for all of us, for sure. I think that that's maybe yeah. where she is with it, but like the rest of us don't. Like I don't, I don't think that that's over. Sometimes that's, I think there's a fine line between self-deprecating and self-hating. Oh sure, absolutely. But yeah, I I mean you know I'm self-deprecating in a lot of my stuff and. Well, I think like that's part of humor stuff. in general, and you know what I mean it's yeah. like, and I'm more self-deprecating about like. <laughs> It's not about me being gay. That's not the part that mm-hmm. actually that's the best part of me. Probably it's yeah. all the rest <laughs> of it. It's all where, where I was heteronormatively yeah. influenced. Do you know what yeah. I mean? That's the part I'm making fun of. I feel like more exactly. than anything. Yeah. Um, I just feel like Hannah Gatsby, like she, you know, like comedians can do one woman shows. Like people like do like hours at Edinburgh, like every year yeah. that are like, it's not like their traditional standup. It's more of like a, yeah, like a one-person show. Have you done that? Have you gone to that? Or no, 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 yeah. never. Do you have aspirations to do a one-woman show? No, a one-man a show or something. A one-man, sure. A one-person, a one-person, a one-man show. A one, a one-being show. Yeah, Just, I don't know. I could. I mean, if I, I don't think I have like, I, I don't have like a strong enough hour now to do that. Yeah, but maybe someday. Interesting. Interesting. I just what thought, would you call it? What I saw you? Jacqueline Novak getting. She came to Vermont. When I, I was there at the same time, and I saw her getting ready for her one-woman show yeah. at Edinburgh at the time. And it's just, it's great. It's yeah. not, like, pure stand-up. It's, you can have poignant moments it's, and like, informational. And and, it's different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's sort of like, that's always been there yeah. and it always has been, had to been called something else though, because yeah. it's to the one liner people and the, you know, misdirect folks and the, 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 the folks who are like, here are the, here are the mechanics of jokes. And if anything falls outside of exactly these formulas, that's not stand up. That's yeah. something else. You know what I mean? Even yeah. if it's funny, you know, it's still, yeah. people are yeah. so resistant to any yeah. sort of change. I think it's, I think what Hannah Gatsby did was great. I mean, she just rate people were excited about it because they hadn't, 
seen a lot of one woman shows and people are just like, Oh yeah. I, I like this new thing that I found. And well, that's great. Even the, prom the, you know, that there was even a promo. Yeah. So they cut a promo for it, which is, they don't do that for every single special that comes out. Yeah. And the promo kind of cut was like, you know, her, I mean, it was her petting her cats and sipping tea, yeah. but the music <laughs> and the, and the, the way it was staged was like her final tea set before her performance of Nanette and again, I mean, it wasn't doing yeah, that, yeah, but that's, that's why funny. I was watching it like, mm, mm, mm. Yeah. And then at the <laughs> And she's like, you know, they're sipping your tea. Like nothing's changed. Still, man. You know, I but I watched the whole thing kind of like that. Like, and also, you know, it was great, but you could sort of tell yeah. along the way, you know, she was doing it and then maybe it wasn't like, so there were parts of it that felt like she, what she like how she meant to execute it wasn't necessarily how it was executed. So mm -hmm. like parts of the reveals and like when she was talking about Picasso and kind of when she would switch tone, like you could almost see a little bit of like, I don't know, not necessarily regret, but like that maybe wasn't going exactly, you know, like that it was a yeah. good, it was a great performance, but there were parts of it where she, you could see her sort of struggle with the, the tone or the whatever not it was. The reaction she wanted. Or maybe yeah. not even the reaction, but maybe it's like, you know how you, you have your, when you perform, you have your idea of what it's supposed to be like. Yeah. And then if you flub a word or you don't emote enough, you know, uh -huh. you don't sell the joke and you know, you yeah. know, and I could see a little bit of that. That's what I kind of was noticing. Cause I, but I also watched it three times cause I wrote like a kind of essay about it yeah. for the queer magazine where I was oh, like, cool. I was like, leave Nana alone. Um, yeah. People, all the, but it was interesting. I, I all was the so queer people bewildered loved it. by all yeah. the people who were like upset about it. Like, yeah. isn't like let people all know, the people, like, though, all the people isn't taking anything away from you. But like, all, all the people though being, I mean, who was upset? Did you see gay people upset about no. it? No. I mean, even Did you? No, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, of course not. No, what I saw was, um, I only saw two reactions. I saw, uh, straight comics, male yeah. mostly, uh, who uh, had nothing nice to say about it um, to varying degrees. Some of mm -hmm. it, like you know, uh, yeah, constructive, constructive, and some of it, like just like you know, she's not a comedian, whatever. Yeah. Some people were like. Um, I couldn't, I watched two minutes of it. It's terrible. And I'm like, if you didn't watch the whole thing, yeah. you know, delete yourself or whatever. I think a lot of it was sort of like, you know, was on, like built on the foundation of like, I want gay people to do well and I want them to be happy, yeah. but just not better than me or happier than me or more successful than me. You know? Absolutely. Well, then, like but, that's just, the, but the other audience, the other people, was, I, there's a bitterness to a lot of A it. little bit for sure. But the other people I saw reacting to it were gay people who don't normally watch comedy yeah. who were like, you have to see this well, because, because so much of comedy has been so like abusive to queer people. Absolutely. Like somebody was getting on me. Um, I was having a conversation with somebody and they were like, do you watch Bojack Horseman? Uh, which I don't. Yeah. Um, and for no reason other than I watched two or three episodes and there were no gay characters, but there were gay jokes. So I just, it didn't appeal to me, but I hear every season, every, you know, over and over again, how good it is, how good it is, how good yeah. it is. Um, and even somebody was telling me that they did an episode where the whole thing's a monologue, which is sort of a, a homage to mod, which is the old B Arthur sitcom uh, from way back in the yeah. day. Yeah. And which is a very gay sort of friendly reference, but it's yeah. like, I, I lost, I was out, three episodes in when there was nothing like we were the joke when, and not really even that much in that, in the, yeah. but still there was nobody there was like, here you have this whole imaginary world 
and everybody's heterosexual. It's like, come yeah. give me a break. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about um, straight actors like playing gay characters? I don't have a problem with it on principle, but when I see you, it in execution, about, like, Disney, I often, are you I about, almost are, never enjoy it. Yeah. Are we talking about the Disney prince? Or are we talking about you? You have a specific uh, role in the line? Oh, I was just like watching some old like Saturday Night Live clips this morning, and I saw Taron Killam doing like. You know, an impre- like you know, like an impression of like a gay character. Oh that yeah, didn't, like it. It yeah. was just like bad. Yeah, it was like I I've never met a gay person who's like that. Yeah. But. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I think it, it, if you want to reach a broad audience, mm-hmm. you better cast pretty good. If you're gonna put it, if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna say okay, well then the main character, the main actor is gonna be gay, and the and the content's all gonna be gay. Mm-hmm. But we want we want. Of, we want a full audience, not a niche audience. Does that make exactly. sense? I think you're kind of, like, that's why I love Simon. I think ended up the way that it did where the lead character, I remember him being interviewed. I never saw it, so. Well, I never saw it either, but, um, the, I, and the reason I didn't, it was a, cause I was, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 45. I don't watch anything where people are in high school anymore. <laughs> I feel like that's, I can just give that, you know, not even mean girls, Ian. Uh, well, not I mean, a rerun, um, I'll watch, I'll watch Heather's over mean girls, honestly. But, um, I've never seen Heather's. Heather's is there's no Mean Girls without Heather's. But <laughs> I would say, but Mean Girls, Mean Girls is interesting because you know the book, mm-hmm. Queen of uh, Queen Bees and Wannabes. Yeah, you I never read, read the it. book. The book is, I mean, she borrows so heavily from the uh, psychology in that book. It's like, really? oh, absolutely. Yeah, because I, I like the book kind of, didn't like it. It's not like a narrative or anything. No, no, it's an instructional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like how to raise a daughter oh, in okay. this sort of like toxic female environment where yeah. they, there's these queen bees and bankers because i'm like not raising a daughter so i'm like whatever uh aren't you though as a gay man aren't you raising a daughter called <laughs> raising a thousand kendall kendall the daughter <laughs> um uh wh- where does your name come from by the way i was curious i think it's an irish name my dad's yeah. name is kenneth okay and i have a suspicion that he wanted to name me kenneth jr and then my mom like steered him slightly to the right i uh, see i was hoping your mom was like a like watched all my children and because like, <laughs> um uh the the main susan lucci's character had a daughter named kendall and i think that's why you're oh, okay kendall and she was she's pretty sassy she yeah ran a cosmetics company as you're required to do if you okay. are in a yeah. <laughs> all right so we totally oh so straight people talking about nanette uh, yeah, yeah most of them had the thing that it was like it's not funny this isn't comedy that's not funny but like yeah, Neil, Neil to those Brennan, people i really just want to say like it's not for you <laughs> everything is for you except this one thing just shut the fuck up no but i think it should be for them because it's like that's what gay people do with our bullshit is we turn yeah. it in to art like that and that's what you all should be doing with your bullshit instead of dumping it on everybody if you're like completely <laughs> uninterested in other people's experiences that's like bad but it's even worse to like be hostile toward it yeah know? no i agree i agree no but i thought what was interesting about all of that was that it was and then like i a lot of gay comics it took them a while to even see it do you know what i'm saying yeah like, i didn't like watch it or like yeah, yeah. i watched because it just became such a huge thing that i yeah. felt i don't know i felt like it was going to be kind of a chore to watch it because everyone <laughs> kept asking me to and i'm just such a like and people keep talking, I'm like, no have you seen the net yeah i'm like i yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm real curious about so she said she was quitting stand up, which I didn't believe for even a second. Yeah, now she's for like even can't a second. Because there's like Whatever. way too much money on the table. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like I didn't believe it and I don't even think she believed it in the moment. I feel like that uh-huh. all of that was like a like here's the here's my 
here's the act out. I'm quitting yeah. stand up. I took it as Get like, it? I didn't take it as that she was quitting performing. I, I took it as like, she's quitting conforming to like that whatever style. old, yeah. you know, white, you know, yeah. white dude centric yeah. stand up you're used to. Yeah. She's done. I took it as like, she's done, you know, like trying to beat Bill Burr at his own game. Yeah. Going to play a different game. Yeah. I think that's an amazing thing. And, and that's not quitting anything. That's like, exactly. kind of like open yourself up it's to more. Chapter. Yeah. Well, you know, hand, <laughs> Good for you, good Hannah. For, I good hope for you, listening. Hannah. Snaps to Hannah. <laughs> I'm sure she listens to a podcast called Straight People. Um, yeah, somebody was the other day. They're like, you know, no gay people are going to listen to it. I'm like, are you sure though? Are you sure they're not going to? They're going to figure. I've had so many bisexual guests on the show. Uh-huh. Atlanta's the the town of uh, is the city of bisexuals. I don't know if you know that. Oh yeah, um, I'm calling it that just based on the how many. The city of bisexuals. It's a city of bisexuals. Yeah, like Philly's the city of brotherly love. Yeah, and we're the and city of the city all the rest of it. Of the, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, uh, so when did you know you weren't straight? Because you did you know you were gay immediately, or did you know something was just something was up and what you didn't know? What I it mean, was going? I found out the old fashioned way. <laughs> I had it yelled at me on the playground. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, uh, everyone, like, I was, like, people were, like, you're gay, and I'm, like, I'm seven. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, what are you talking about? Right. I'm, like, busy, like, just playing with, like, frogs and snakes and yeah. stuff. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. But then, yeah, like, you know, you hear something enough times, and you're, like, all right, fine, you guys win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I was, I was, like, very resistant to being, to, to identifying as gay, really, for so long, because I was just, like, stubborn. Yeah. And didn't want Jacob Oles from third grade to be right yeah you know oh okay and that's an interesting take on did it. you ever feel that way like um, i'm just because oh. all these people have been saying it just like they've been trying to get me to watch nanette now i'm not gonna do it i'm <laughs> never gonna do it i'm not quite so petulant i don't think i'm um, a very petulant <laughs> childish person <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, i was more of a like ugh, we're, we're we're still maintaining this illusion oh must we do this mother you know what <laughs> i mean like, i was very that way about it for a long time yeah where i was just like it was so obvious i was gay as a child Mm-hmm. And they spent so much time trying to correct my behavior yeah. and get me involved in sports and whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, my dad um, always. I used to call my coach of my t-ball team, mm-hmm. my boyfriend, and they were like, "You don't have to play t-ball anymore." And I was like, uh-huh. and "I was like, I figured it out. I figured That's it so out." Funny. So I would take yeah. whatever they would put me in. I'd find some, the gayest thing about it, and I'd be like, <laughs> "You know, what I love about this is these uniforms." And they'd be like, "All right, no yeah. more football. These shoulder pads are the best." When I was a kid, I, I was like, "Not." I was just like, I was like a Steve Irwin fan. Yeah, uh, I was just like big into like Animal Planet and Shark Week and just like all that kind of stuff. And so I wasn't like, you know, very into fashion. When I started getting older, I did start getting into more stereotypically gay-ish things. Yeah. I think when I was a kid, it was literally just, I don't know, I had a, high, a high-ish voice. Yeah, yeah. And I waved my hands around like a bunch. Kids do. I had a high-pitched voice. But I also knew, like, if you acted girly or flamboyant in any way, that, like, that would upset my yeah. family. And so the minute, like, it was one of those things where it's like, Okay, well, you know, maybe maybe I am a hundred percent that way, and you, I normalized over time. My voice deepened naturally, or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but j- the the reaction that that always got was like 
I didn't know the difference between good attention and bad attention for a very long time. So uh-huh. the bad attention that that would get was just as funny to me. There was nothing mm-hmm. I liked more than to like nelly out in public uh, where my parents couldn't beat my ass in front of everybody. Oh, and then I, I would see. get it later. Um, I and I do a lot of that kind of stuff where I would just be like, yeah, I do just, you misbehave. were like rebellious in that way. Yeah. I would misbehave. Like I would embarrass them or I would just, dis- I'd like to, I'd like to disappear. Yeah. I was a big, like, I had sort of like from my helicopter family. parents. So yeah. my way of rebelling was to like be like secretive and like push them away. Okay. Interesting. So rather than like acting out. Yeah. I, it was, um, I feel like to act out like that is like a form of like, I, I don't know. I didn't want to like give them any like ammo that they could use against me. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like get me in trouble. Cause I, gotcha. I was always kind of, I was always kind of mischievous and I was always like kind of up to something. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just trying to, but also, you know, I think it was mostly just my voice or I don't know what people, what the, I love Joel. Have you heard Joel Kim Booster's joke about like, there's not a seven year old out there who's crushing puss. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Like, they're all pretty gay. Have you seen seven? Yeah. 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 Well, but no, I remember though, like the little boys having boy, like girlfriend, there was always the boys who were girl crazy. Yeah. Like I call those flaming heterosexuals. Yeah. I, rem- I remember just like yeah. thinking that that was like really lame and stupid. Yeah. And it would be like, like Karen's like Karen's my girlfriend now. I'm like, cool. What do you guys do together? <laughs> like go to the playground. Like, do you hang out? Like you do all those things with me too, Kevin. Like, Are we dating? Like, right. You're stupid. <laughs> I was like, you're not like what? Like, I don't know. I just didn't understand why like that impulse. Also, like I was sort of like an introverted kid. I, yeah. I couldn't like, I was like, why would you want to be around Karen more? Like she's fine, but like, <laughs> I don't get. I don't get it. No. Well, you know, it's funny. Did you meet Powell this weekend, Powell Mansfield? I did. Yeah. Okay, so He's Powell very nice. did this, and his um, his whole thing about like he didn't know he was gay, but he knew there was something up because he would want to sleep over with his at his girlfriend's houses. So he was like five or six or seven or whatever. Yeah. And all his friends oh, were that girls. That was a thing for me too. I was always surrounded girls. by girls. Yeah, yeah. I thought boys were like honestly like less smart and interesting <laughs> right i feel like there's a i you know i'm just like a very gossipy person and i feel like there's like so many like straight men out there who are just like i don't talk about other people like that's for small minds and i'm like okay well what the fuck do you talk about like literature art history what is it like you talk about just like Sports and cars, like you're not. Kendall, than don't us. perpetuate the um, stereotype that all gay people love to gossip. We don't. <laughs> we don't want them to know that about us. I do love to gossip, though. <laughs> I love talking about other people. I think people are like interesting. I think people yeah. are fascinating. I, there's, I think that there there are people who love to talk about other people, and then there are people who like to talk about like books and art and music. You know what I mean? I would and say a never... common theme that I found when people, when like guys are like, I don't talk about other people. I'm like, I know because you never stop talking about yourself. Yeah, that's true. Too. <laughs> you're just like an arrogant narcissist. And right. You're just like completely uninterested in other people. And that's not, I'm not like impressed by that. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely true. You're not cool. <laughs> uh, um, I do find that like comedy, the, first access women seem to have to gay people mm-hmm. like is like, Oh, let's talk about, let's get gab about everybody in the scene. And usually what I'm very big on, I'm like, mm, you first. Let's you. <laughs> yeah. 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 I always want to see like, you <laughs> like you play, you put one card down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let's do that. Yeah. Pass exactly. It to me, write it on a exactly. note, fold it up and pass it across the table. Interesting. Yeah. I'll take a look at your offer and I'll get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're almost out of time. We've got a few more minutes, but I wanted to ask you, I love to ask. So straight people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, just as a concept, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, you heard of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are 
everywhere. Uh, what is what? Uh, is, it's an infestation. It is. It is. God made one questionably straight person. We don't even uh, know. We don't even know. They just multiply like fucking animals. Absolutely. Um, and then they don't clean up after themselves. It's just like it's gross. <sighs> it's weird. But what? Uh, what do you think when you think of straight people? What do you think? Like, what do they eat? Like, what's a straight meal? I don't know. Like. Bush, steak and potatoes, <laughs> you know, like flavorless things, really like cooked, like hockey puck cooked burgers. I don't know. I just like how everyone's like flavorless with no flavor, <laughs> no flavor at all. That's fair. A lot of people say potato salad. I feel like potato that's, salad. yeah, that feels like mm, a, yeah. you know, let's add mayonnaise to on, like, the bland theme. Yeah, it's like, let's take two white things and put them together, and that makes them better. Um, tell people where they can find you. Uh, yeah, people can find me on Instagram, at Kendall Farrell, on Facebook, too. Yeah. Get at me. What are you doing? What are you up to these days? What's your, like... I walk dogs during the day yeah. for cash and for, because it's my passion. My passion project is walking dogs. Yeah. You know, it's my, like, it's sort of always been a goal. Yeah. And I uh, finally did it. <laughs> uh, it's my, yeah. And uh, I do that during the day and then I do, you know, open mics or whatever shows. And nice. And how do you feel like it's going for you in New York city? Just fine. <laughs> it's going fine. Good. I mean, you know, it's like you're just like surrounded by so many people who are just like so much better than you all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like you'll never catch up. And that's probably true. Yeah. But, uh, it's, you know, it's just like so you you learn so much from watching them, but it's also like intimidating. And it's like you compare yourself harshly to them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's just part of like getting better and like being insecure and doubting yourself. Yeah. I'm always reading in, in like Vulture and various types of New York rags uh-huh. about the, the queer Brooklyn comedy scene. Yeah. And all the crazy shows and stuff. What's your, what's your favorite? What's your, well, you're there. You're queer in Brooklyn. Tell me yeah. about that. Well, um, we haven't done it in New York yet, but my friend Pamela Ross and I do a show called, and she's bisexual. And we do a show called Snaps to Pamela for being bi. Snaps to Pamela for being bi. She's great. Um, <laughs> she got a marble stuck in her pussy as a child. <laughs> and she can queef on command. Okay. That means that she's just holding in queefs at all times. No, like she, okay. So she, she like draws, she like lays down in like a sit up position. Okay. And she gets this like intense look in her eyes. Like she's like trying to read an eye chart that's far away. Okay. And then you hear like a rush of wind, like a, <gasps> <laughs> and then she pushes it back out and yeah. it makes like a really satisfying squelching noise okay can you do the squelch i don't know if you've ever heard queefs i've never on command no it's it's like it's like a fart but maybe like different in pitch yeah i don't know how to describe it but yeah i do have like i have a recording of it on my phone so you don't have inside. to <laughs> but yeah we do a show that for something it's like big just like her. a regular stand-up yeah. show and then she queefs into a microphone at the end of no it. yeah she really? lays down and on the floor we call it queef live um, <laughs> 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 she actually like she she came to do to vermont when i was living there still to do the show and she got some really nice press from the local like the all the popular like alt weekly there called yeah. seven days and they did like a whole spread on her queefing yeah no no it's like okay so she just sent them a headshot yeah so it's like her smiling like ear to ear like turned to the side profile like she's all like, 
tight and sucking in and like she looks great yeah and then with the huge letters next to it that say commander and queen <laughs> and then they gave her like a whole nice column nice like it, it's like the funniest picture i've ever seen next to that <laughs> that's classic all right well guys that's been kendall this has been straight people i'm your neighbor uh you know do your thing guys until the next time and ladies thanks for having me in absolutely bye Damn, that was bold.